Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do like that. I just woke up. Like, are you serious? It's six in the morning. You're really going to call us at six in the morning. It, it's recording still. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. You can add it. Um, so I, what I wanted to talk about this morning was uh, like situational mentality of players and things that are happening right now. I'm getting a lot of talks about tryouts and things coming up and uh, the way players are looking at this kind of time in um, their lives right now where they're kind of looking at this as an obstacle and not maybe as an opportunity. So I was wondering to get some of your guys' thoughts on that real quick here as far as, you know, how to get players to look at this as an opportunity rather than an obstacle. Yeah, I'll go. I, it, you know, we've, we've talked about it a little bit, I think, um, just in that. I, and this is kind of a proving grounds more than anything on, on who does want it. And, you know, if you can, if you can shift that mindset from, like, oh, man, I'm in trouble to, oh, wow, I've got a really great opportunity here to prove myself. Like, I, you know, those are those are the skaters that are really going to come out of this with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just diversity, you know. I mean, who, who can battle back from it and take it, you know, and make it a positive and not use it as a negative or an excuse? Yeah, and I've said that in a few of the interviews that we've done lately is that the – the kids who are going to be able to look at this as, as an opportunity and, and, and grow from it and, and become better is, is those are the kids you're going to, you're going to see that are really excel during the tryouts and stuff like that too. But also when you, when you see kids out there and um, you know, it's, it's, it's adversity, but it's also a time of self-reflection and seeing where, where possibly where, where you, where you, where your game lasts and potentially like what you can do to improve your game right now on, I think uh, it's a great time for some self-reflection. It's a great time to get things that your game probably lacks and really go nuts on that and, and, and try to get better. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I said, you know, it. there's a lot of stuff that there's – I'll say there's a fair amount of stuff that you can't really work on right now, uh, but those are the things that come just as you play. Like the big one that comes to the top of my head is – one of the only things that you can't, I believe you can't really work on in the off season is uh, how good of shape you're in for playing games mm-hmm. because that's so unlike anything else. But all of the other tangible skills right now, your shooting, stick handling, you can work on passing right now. You can work on your hand eye. You can, to some degree, work on your stride right now. Uh, you know, all of those things that you can all work on. So it's, uh, it's it's shifting that mentality of, oh, well, I can't work on being in game shape. I can't – it's hard to work on, I, like, hockey IQ right now. But I would say the things that you can work on versus the things you can't work on, it's it heavily outweighs uh, what you can do versus what you can't do right now. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Go on, Grant. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I agree with what Rex said there. Like, Yeah, it's, 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 it's funny because – uh, I think it's one of the things that kids right now are realizing is that they have a, they have an uh, infinite amount of time per se to, to work on their skills right now and, and get ready for the next trial. And that's one of the things I think is actually, um, I've, I've read about it. It's actually causing kids that actually opposite of having a little bit of anxiety because they're having that motivational kind of like, 
I have to do it because I have so much time right now. And um, they're, they're focused on trying to get better and not get caught. But it's also just, it's a great opportunity because like you said before, Rex, that there's a lot of opportunity that, that's there right now. And there's a lot of opportunity to improve. The thing that I like most about it is that nobody has that advantage right now. That there is, um, like I said before, a, a level playing field with, with skaters and there's that, there's that kind of thought that um, if you're a kid right now who's hungry out there that wants to go make that team, um, there really is no better time right now because uh, you, can, you don't have that, um, you know, advantages that some kids have with, you know, paying for personal trainers, paying for nutritionists, paying for coaches and uh, things like that. So when, when the playing field leveled, it, it really just boils down to what kid wants it the most. And I think that opportunity for some of these kids is going to be is going to be fantastic because they're going to be that B kid who jumps up to that A team or or that kid who makes is you know is the middle of the road on his AAA team and becoming one of the best on his AAA team and um, and I think long term as 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 we see these kids um, you know from my perspective looking at kids long term you want to see that kid and you're going to see that kid you're going to want on your U18 team right now as, as a 12 and 13 year old, because you're going to see that maturity level and the mentality that a kid has is something you want. And it's going to translate when he's 18. Um, and those are the kids hopefully that are going to keep on continuing to get better and improve, but they're going to get better and they're going to improve because, well, they want it more. And I mean, how many, how many kids do you, do you love on your teams right now that are just, they're hungry? You know what I mean? That you'll take them all day. And, you know, and it's, it's something with this time period that I think is really unique and um, I'm kind of excited for tryouts. <laughs> you know, I don't know what your guys' opinion on tryouts are coming up, but Grant, you've got wheel tryouts coming up and uh, Rex, you're, you're with, you're with uh, the Coleman Cup stuff too. So you're going to see a lot of that at tryouts, you know, and, and what are some of your opinions on tryouts coming up with players and things? You want to go Rex? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we've kind of touched on this again, too, but I think if I were to give – I was thinking about this today. One of the biggest piece of, pieces of advice that I could really think of to give right now would be that you, no matter where you are, uh, talent-wise, what teams you've made, you are now a bubble player. You are one of the – you don't know where everybody else is at because you – right now, you can't measure it. You can work on it, but it's really, really hard to measure so the important thing to me, if, you know, if I'm training to make a team, I'm telling myself over and over and over again that I'm a bubble player, that I may or may not make this team. I got to work hard enough to make sure that I do. Cause I don't know always what the other players are doing, what, you know, what's going to happen come tryouts. But if you, if you see yourself as a top tier skater, you're now a bubble player. If you, if you maybe don't think that highly of yourself, you think you're not going to make no, you're, you're now a bubble player. And what you can do right now is going to reflect when tryouts do start. And that's, that's kind of my, I was thinking about that today and that, you know, you, Ryan, you say it a lot on the playing fields level, the, you know, but it, you don't know. It's, it's, it, it, it's kind of a shame to say, you don't know where you're at. You don't know where everybody else is at. So you have to think that you're a bubble player and you have to catch people and you can't get caught. It's kind of like going into the third period of a game, you're winning handedly and telling your team it's zero zero. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is because you know what? You got to stay hungry. You got to stay like, 
you got to be able to still want it right now. And that's exactly the same thing. It's like, it's no different than walking into the room with the boys and saying zero, zero, like we got a third period win. Like, like that, that's what it is. You know, and um, Grant, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, like, absolutely. Like, I mean, going to a trial, you're going to be able to tell as an evaluator, what kid has worked and what kid hasn't. Like, it's going to be, like, I think it's going to be clear. You can, you're going to see that kid that you can tell through this span has actually worked and, you know, done the stuff off ice that matters to the kid that just played video games or, you know, didn't do anything. And, you know, and that could be, you know, one of your top players and that bubble kid, you know, did everything that he could, like Rex was saying, and he's absolutely going to be, you know, one of your better players. And that top line kid might end up being a bubble kid now, like the roles might be reversed. Then let me ask you this question, Grant. You're a wheel coach. Uh, it's October or excuse me, it's not October, it's July, August, you're walking into wheel tryouts and you've seen a kid where he left off your wheel season and you see him in July or August for wheel tryouts and you see the amount of work he put in, you know, and you see that. Do you automatically right then and there think that's the kid I want on my team? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's something to be said for that kid that you, you know has worked all summer, to, you know, to get better. And like, and then you look at a kid who didn't do anything. Like, I mean, I think that always weighs, has some weight in a trial because you know, during the season, that kid's going to give you more. Mm-hmm. Like he wants it. Like, I think that has to be weighed in to your, just on your decision. Yeah. As coaches, like in Rex, you've seen it. When, when as coaches, you can't help but want and you root for that kid and want to want to coach that kid. And I think it's one of the parts of the trial process that's often overlooked is, as coaches, we're going to take the best players, obviously, but we're also going to put, take kids that we want to coach. And if there's kids that you know are out there that are going to work for you, you're going to want to take them. And I think sometimes kids don't see what we see. When we see a kid improve like that, it makes me as a coach say, I want that kid. That's the kid I want on my team because you know he's a kid you're never going to have to question. You're never going to have to question his, his work ethic, his, his maturity level, his his will just to compete. And I think that's something that, you know, this time period for kids going into tryouts, that compete level, you'll see on what they're doing right now. Well, if I could even, I want to add something to that. Uh, Ryan, you just said, you know, what a lot of people don't see about the tryouts is, you know, we see that skater, we see that effort. We see, you know, we come in after this whole thing is over Everybody that we see, whether they make the first team they try out for or whether they don't, everybody that we see that we like as evaluators, you know, years, hockey's a small world. We're probably going to see you again. Yeah. But I'm going to fight for you. Yep. Yeah. You know, any improvement that I see, I'm going to get you on my team because I saw it. You maybe didn't have it right away. It came later, obviously, with your hard work. Like, I'm putting you on my team. I want you. And that's, that's something that I don't think ever gets talked about in the evaluation process. It's just, oh, they got cut. Well, you were one of the final cuts, and, you know, a lot of people in the room liked you. You just weren't quite there. Yep. You know, get there, get closer, you've got a spot. That's- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, come back next year and, you know, and improve and be better, and you'll be on the team. And we've seen that through Coleman Cup. The kid, his first year, you know, is that last cut or – right there in the following year, he comes back and makes a team with, you know, no doubt. Like he wasn't even a question or a bubble player. Like, and that's just that kid not giving up and having that drive to keep working to be better. 
is where some kids might be like, Oh, I didn't make it. I'm done. Like, you know, and they're, yeah. that kid took that negativity and made it out of a positive. So and the other side of that is, Oh, I made it. I'm good. I don't need to, you know, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Obviously because I made it this year. Isn't that complacency? Go that way too. <laughs> that, that complacency is what drives me bananas as a coach. When you have a kid who can just, he makes your team and he then just goes, the hard work's done. Like, that's one thing I don't think that kids understand about sometimes making a high-level team is once you make the team, that's when the work starts. That's, that's when you got to start hustling and grinding harder. Like, making the team is just one part of it. You know, contributing on that team and being a member on that team, that's the tough part. Like, that's the thing that's going to, like, you know, make you a hockey player. And I think it's often overlooked is, and you, you hate to see kids get complacent and then just stop their working. I mean, we've seen it with tons of kids through the years of, of they make a team and they get complacent at, you know, because they might be the best at 12 and 13, but by the time they're 16, 17, you know, it's one of those things you're sitting around the glass and somebody asks you like, what happened to that kid? Like, what, like, where did he, like, you know, and then on the flip side, there's always the kid where you love hearing this one. Where did he come from? You know, like, wow, like he got better. And you yeah, love like, doing that stuff. What? Like, who that guy? You're like, who is that kid? You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he, he's good. Well, guys, I think we touched on a lot of topics today. I just want to say thanks for uh, thanks for spending your morning with me. <laughs> uh, sorry for waking <laughs> you guys up a little bit early. So uh, I'll take care, and I'll see you guys later. All right. Thanks, Ryan. You, you're yeah. sending us the breakfast and coffee, or are we – how does that work? Yeah. Should my doorbell be ringing soon? Uh don't count on it. <laughs> okay. I just lied to you guys, man. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs>